I don't chase, I attract. <laughs> Can't tell you how many times I said that this weekend. To remind yourself. That I don't chase, I attract. As you're in a different well, city for me. What's meant for me, Will. <laughs> I don't chase, I attract. We'll I don't present, chase, I attract. So. I just fly out to Arizona. <laughs> I just place myself in the right situation for it to be attracted. And then wait. <laughs> that is the worst gut-wrenching feeling that I told myself I would not allow to happen anymore. Before when this trip or on this <clears throat> trip? Before this trip. What's that feeling? The waiting around. Like, I yeah. don't do that. You know, when this feeling, I feel like it's a similar time we may have experienced this, was in Tampa. Very much so. When we were, like, visiting a friend, but also wanting to see guys who live there. And then it was, like, wait, the communication was off and the expectations were not met. The communication is key in this entire situation. And if they're not communicating with you... You also have your answer, I think. Should we go? Do you want to explain the situation? Because um, I feel like I obviously know what you're talking about, but like. Okay, yeah. But like. You know what I mean? When you're in the city of the person, I think there's like, there's a crazy in all of us that want to fly somewhere in hopes that we run into someone. Okay, wait, 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 wait. That's an extreme. Okay, I that's know. Like, I, I, that's somebody like, else, this is not us. This is someone else came to mind when I was thinking of this. Um, because we always have that one friend of the group that you're like, babe, just stop. Just stop, right? Like, they're just placing themselves. Oh. Someone places themselves in a situation on purpose because they know what's going to happen and they're going to hurt their own feelings, yeah. right? It's like when you, like, go, when you, like, like when you're the universe tells you not when you to, know a guy is gonna be somewhere you, yes and you show up there but you have they don't know you're coming you don't have a plan of attack you're just hoping for the best and you get there and you're you ignore them the whole time they don't talk to you and you're like what was i just doing or you're why completely did i come disappointed here? Yeah, and then you're disappointed you're expecting like some other outcome Result. because it comes back to we have positioned this idea in our head of potential and what it could be and what we want it to be. And we're in love, not in love, but we love the idea of them without really knowing them or knowing they have no idea how we feel because we haven't expressed that. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there is always somebody in the group. Like if you not, build everyone it up has in your done. head and you think it's like way more than it is. Yes, because you envision what this potential could be. And meanwhile, the guy is probably like sitting around like doesn't even think twice about it. Doesn't like even they think. don't even know what's going on. Yeah, so as m I'm not going to share a whole lot here, but um, I haven't, I don't feel like I've been that person in a while where I'm going to put myself in that situation and hurt my own feelings. And this was something that was communicated to me. Hey, I want you to be here. I'll make sure you're there. Very different situation when it's like, I'll make sure that you are there with me and then be ignored. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I did not situation. sign up for this. I'm kind of like, uh, I'm not here to be your bitch. Anyway. <laughs> I don't ever want to feel that feeling again. It's the worst feeling when you're like anxious, you're, you have that gut feeling and you're just like waiting for them to respond to you, waiting for that text, waiting for the call and the, you're like, you know they're going to but it's just like when and it's like at that point you're ready it's over already like at that point it's like it's done I'm just going to say my ego is bruised 
and I'm going to be really vulnerable on here with everyone. It's okay to have your ego. I'm a little embarrassed, but not at the same time because I felt good about going. Don't be embarrassed. But I'll be transparent. Someone flew me somewhere. (laughs) Now, I also had friends with me, so it was totally fine. But I wasn't busy enough. Well, like, imagine you had gone alone. But, I mean, I guess he did say bring friends. I did think about this. I have been invited to the same situation previously. And he said, bring friends. So it's like, okay, yeah, I'm independent enough. I can do my own thing. However, when you're flown somewhere, you expect to be with them. Correct? While respecting their schedule. Yes. My ego is bruised. Okay. I will say most situations, I agree. That should be the expectation. When it comes to professional athletes, all those rules go out the window. Or when you start to like someone, it's different if like, if I were to be in the same place and they are in the same place, like we're in the same place. Same city. You're like, same city. We're both busy and we meet up and it's the low expectations, right? It's fun. I'm not going to just be here for two hours. That's not it. Okay. I think the question of like, is this a wives and girlfriends weekend or is this like so a boys I got weekend? put in the wrong box. It's a, it's yeah. I got put in the box. I didn't want to be put in. <laughs> I think you were hoping it was wives and girlfriends and it was very much so. That's not the situation. With I'm like, I've been playing the long game here. What's going on? But From my experience of having friends fully date guys like that those weekends are yeah not the wives and girlfriends weekends but to be very honest it's insane once you've been treated a certain way you don't want to be treated differently or any less right you only want to be treated more yeah and it's so it's hard to compare to that whether it's one person that treated you a certain way or like certain people do nice things and then your expectations are there moving yeah. forward. And you have to remember that is a different person. It's not the same person. Yeah. And so I think it's just like, fuck. It's different when you fly to a city and they have an entire, <laughs> like I have flown to a city and the guy has the entire itinerary built out for me from start to finish. And I'm like, I appreciated that at the time, but I appreciate it even more now yeah. because I've seen what it's like to fly to a city and there be zero plans. And I don't want this. If it makes you feel better, (laughs) if it makes you feel any less embarrassed, (laughs) let's not forget about the time I went to go visit a man and he had another girl come while I was visiting him. he had his girlfriend there as well. I don't even think it was a girlfriend. I think it was another just side hoe. No. I mean... I literally was visiting him and I met his whole fucking family and he had another girl over. So like that's wild. The common theme here is we're over athletes. At least I am. I've very much been over athletes for a while now. Which I have I've too. Very, I'm very proud of myself because young Nilu was Obsessed. loved. Yeah. Loved athletes. Yeah. I thought they were the coolest, hottest things ever. Now I, I feel like I've what, been over it for a while. But it's just this one because we have a different bond together that they they rope you back in. There's a special place. And I'm like, oh, I feel like. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Then my mind starts wandering like every single girl can say their mind wanders. You think it's going to be different. You think you're going to be not. You think that like you're going to be the one that they want to date. And no, they don't. (laughs) They don't. They don't. I was also drinking all day and I'm like, okay, well, I probably made a lasting impression to say the least. Scottsdale um, scaries are fucking different than the normal scaries. I hate it. I just, I don't know. 
Anyway, sorry. I'm really sharing and being vulnerable with you guys on my bruised ego, and we're on the up and up here. Yep. And my voice is like completely gone, and I. Don't it took know me why. a full week to recover from Scottsdale. Yeah. I was fully depressed all week when I got back. Fully, <laughs> anxiety, depression, mental breakdowns. Yep. It takes a week to feel normal after Scottsdale. And I don't even know why because like nothing I did there was even that crazy. It's just something yeah. about being there. There's something about, I'm like, this is going to be great. We're going to go like get a workout and in maybe in the morning. It's happened every single like, time I've gone there. It's just because you go nonstop and you don't stop. And I'm like, this, how do people do this and survive? Also, I will say, I mean, I love Scottsdale, but where are all the hot people that are guys? Sorry, but... I'm trying to think if I remember. It feels kind of like a Nashville, what I'm expecting Nashville to be like, where it's kind of like everybody's bachelor and bachelorette party go to. Yeah. There were a lot of that. A lot of people visiting. A lot of people, a lot of transplants. Just temporary. Yeah. Um, Weekend <clears throat> visitors. Okay, so here we are just really spilling it. We're really on the up and up, guys. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome back to One Drink In. You guys, speaking of being on the up and up. We have a couch. We have furniture. Oh my God, we have furniture. We are not a trap house anymore. And it's going to be so cute. You guys, we're going to post photos soon. You guys, so we, obviously me and Chloe are roommates. And I feel like when it comes to getting furniture for your apartment, when you're starting fresh, it's kind of hard to figure out like who's going to get what, who's buying like the big pieces and all that. We found this like rental service. You can rent it out month by month. It's called Casa One. And it's just like an easier way to like split up the cost without even having to be like tied down to the furniture, deal with it, or like decide who's going to get what. And then you just end up with like mismatching like living room stuff. So it's been a lot easier. They came in. They did everything. We didn't have to build anything. We didn't have to do anything. They moved everything in for us. It was so nice and ideal. And now we have furniture. And also, like, when you're ready to move, they pick it up. Because at that up. point, like, your style is probably going to change. You're going to move into your husband's mansion Hopefully, or, yeah. uh, you know, your boyfriend's place. And then <laughs> you guys are going to buy furniture. So you're not even going to need furniture. Yeah. So it's perfect if you're just kind of in that, like, I have a roommate and I'm not quite ready to we buy, like, like, my nice my restoration yeah. hardware uh, furniture. Because um, most likely, we probably won't stay in this, like, same apartment more than this year. Yeah. So it's like, we don't want to get crazy nice furniture that we're gonna have to like move around the city it looks nice around. though we did like right, a little right. mid-century modern well, it's like an easier investment than having to like buy 100 crazy expensive furniture and then having to move it yeah because like rugs and couches are expensive oh my god and yeah. ottomans are expensive and this one's super TV nice consoles. and cute and i'm so happy we so yeah thank a you. place to sit Cost the um, one you guys are the best so we have furniture and now we need some artwork and throw <laughs> pillows and a few other pieces and then we'll be able to invite all of you guys over um hopefully by christmas time so <laughs> it's only taken us four months three months i know it's only here. taken us four months three months whatever um and that being said maybe we'll invite everybody from geneva that's on geneva in LA. <gasps> oh my gosh yes i forgot we have our app we have our app i know we've mentioned <laughs> it before app, but... but our facebook groups are growing like crazy we do eventually want to do a big meetup um with yeah. all of our girlfriends and maybe guy friends um but girlfriends are priority here and we are working with a company called geneva and it's essentially just a more organized way to have a group chat um because yep. the facebook groups are a little chaotic so join geneva 
and we have the link we'll have the link in the show notes but um the la group specifically if you guys want to chat yes and the tiktoks that i've been posting is like i'm literally a, a crazy girl on tiktok apparently now people think i'm psychotic based upon the tips that i'm giving it's okay i've been that for that being said <laughs> i feel like there are more share stories that i want to share on there of crazy girl things because we've all done crazy girl things Milu, what's the crazy girl thing that you've done behind the scenes? Um, I wouldn't say like this is like the craziest thing, but like I figured out who a guy was talking to based on like who they followed on Spotify because you're not going to fo- like if a guy's following a girl on Spotify, they're not just a friend. Like he's into her music. That's that's next level. Like you're sharing music interest and playlist. Yeah. You like each other. So you figure that out. Like that's how-, how I found out who he was talking to. Oh, mm hmm. Um, That's I'm trying to think other like I just in passive aggressive when I my ex and I shared a Spotify well I gave him my Spotify I would make passive aggressive play playlist or play really sad songs when I knew he was on it yeah <laughs> I don't but the- like I I'm trying to think like toxic stuff I don't really know what toxic stuff I've done that's like I'm trying to think of, like crazy i've found a guy's ex-girlfriend because i went to the his best friend's girlfriend's highlights Mm. and looked through the highlights and then his dog was in one of her highlights with him tagged and another girl tagged and i was like oh well there's the ex-girlfriend that's not healthy I found a girl through <laughs> her story highlights. It's that's always how the story highlights. That's you how find I figured, everything. Yes, that's how I figured out who was there the same week that I had been visiting that guy. Mm. And then I saw her story highlights and I saw that she had been there the same exact time. And you're like... Well, I had been talk, like hanging at my friend's house that same those same days she had posted. I kind of think they do it on purpose. The girls? Yeah. I mean, I don't think... She, I don't know if she would have even known. I think she probably thought she was the only one too. I once got really close with a guy's doorman and convinced him to ask every girl if her name was chloe when a different girl came over so he's like oh what's your name what guy in chicago that i was like talking to i knew he was talking to other girls and i literally was like talking to the doorman and it's like just make sure you always ask if their name's chloe like we're trying to get this locked down and so he like called me out on it he's like what did you say to the doorman because he's literally said ask girls if if her name's Chloe. (laughs) All right. That's, that's, and that's that's our toxic tip for the day. I love that for us. Just kidding. Guys, I've really grown up. I'm not that toxic anymore. Imagine. I don't even think I would know how to be anymore. Such a good girl. (laughs) Such a good girl. Such a good girl. The best gals. So that's the toxic thing that you've done? That's it? No, no, no. That was just one that I... No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Let's start over. (laughs) Let me pull out my list. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, that was just one that was like top of head. Ooh, in other news, guys. (laughs) I've officially started microdosing. You have? Yeah, but like only one. Today? I did yesterday. (gasps) Um, Oh my God, yay. And then I'll do it again. Oh, wait, no. Wait, how did you find it? You do one day on and two days off. So I'll do my next one Thursday. Um, it's this t- Instagram account called uh, Schedule 35, I think, or something. And I don't know if I followed them and they DM'd me. Mm-hmm. And they, like, sent me their shit. And I'm, like, I'm literally going to just buy a bunch. Do you, so you like it? 
I think so. I mean I've only done it one day so I don't, it wasn't like oh, I wasn't like tripping or anything like I didn't like notice yeah, it but that's kind feel? of like how you should be well, I don't know if it's just like it definitely like made me more like focused that day and I felt less anxious like I felt like less anxious I kind of have been I don't know I think I need to take it a few more days though and see really okay but so come back to that I also took like a really lighter dose but we'll see how the microdosing my main goal for it is I want it to help with my mental health issues just like anxiety and shit and then I also want it to help me with like creativity and just like focus for like work shit and just in general and microdosing is legal right in certain, in certain states, states I believe like California it is yes got yes, it I believe okay. so okay I don't know enough about it so it's pretty much taking a tenth of any like if you would take shrooms to trip it's like a tenth of that so you're not actually like hallucinating and tripping and it's um supposed to kind of work in the background so you're not supposed to like, really notice it like Got but it. you can take different milligrams and have the intensity be a di- little different but like, let's say mm-hmm. those same pills that i have if i took like five of them then i would trip <laughs> See you which later. you can like a super dose versus mm-hmm. a microdose. so i think it's really cool and i'm very into so that's the psilocybin right Mm -hmm. i don't know enough about it but i'm definitely intrigued i want to hear more um i've been just doing half of my because i was on off adderall for a few months and again i'm bruising my ego here but i'm back on in a smaller dose and i feel somewhat normal again i hate being reliant on something and i know i've really fought it um but i noticed a huge dip in my productivity when i was off of it I also went cold turkey, which is not healthy, but I found some nootropics that I did like to supplement. So I'm doing half nootropic, half Adderall. Yeah. And it's at least, I don't feel as controlled as yeah. I did before. Um, I so. get that. That was like, I kind of was battling like that about, do I need to get back on anxiety medication? It was just so bad this mm-hmm. past week that I was like, is that what I need to do again? But I'm really trying to avoid it. I just can't, I don't like being on medications like that. Yeah. I really hate it. We don't be like to be reliant on anything. No. Um, so that being said, but for some people, if you need something works, so. to like, I don't want to say boost. I'm gonna phrase this correctly here. If you need something temporarily to help you, I think it's okay. If it's going to genuinely help you and not hurt you, yeah. you know. Um, and sometimes that's therapy. Which I need to get back into. Yeah, now that I'm <laughs> now that I'm getting the- um, normal people health insurance, oh, I because yeah. my health insurance I don't fucking know what it was and I just didn't want to even get into it. But now that I'm getting normal health insurance, I need to find all my doctors again. Get all your doctors. I'm gonna just go like ham on the doctors. <laughs> big doctor girl over here. Big doctor girl. I'm gonna book my appointments, all that shit. Get healthy ish. Um, you know what the other thing about Scottsdale so you guys know I haven't been hardcore partying as much Scottsdale I obviously partied hard mm-hmm. and I don't like that it was like the anxiety I had following that party session was like horrible and Not I just it. can't do it no. even like Delaney's in town visiting and like we went out and I was like I in I just like I can't drink like that anymore it just is so the next day the next two days are so defeating for me that it's not worth it i get too hungover anymore like i, I don't, it's not even the hangover 
it's just like my anxiety spikes like unreal yeah but like if i just chill have like a glass of wine or whatever like one or two drinks i can do it but if it's like when i'm intensely partying i just the next day my anxiety is like because like when we go out we're going out to drink it's not like we're going to dinner to have a glass of wine Mm -hmm. which is like I think we did maybe more of that in Chicago, like going out to have a dinner. At least mm-hmm. like I used to. I don't go to dinners ever. I used to go to dinners all, all the, the time. time. And I loved that because yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't mind drinking. If I'm social drinking throughout the week and I'm having a glass of wine yes. here and there, I feel totally fine. But it's like here, it's like you just go out and you get fucked up. And I'm like, this is not, I want just dinners. Yeah. And <laughs> I actually did have a lot of people reach out when I, I think I posted like a TikTok about not drinking and shit and just like yeah. how it was affecting me. And there's like a lot of girls who are like, I've been feeling the same way. And I think for anyone who might be feeling that way, I it's really hard to be in a social setting and not drink. Like I totally yeah, get that. It's really I don't, hard. I think it's very like I've gotten to my a point where I just am very comfortable with not drinking when I'm in social settings. But I think it can be really hard for people. It's a crutch for a lot of people. And I think in those situations, like even just having any type of drink, like mm-hmm. not necessarily alcohol, but like any drink in your hand, like just get have a, a water in your yeah, hand. Yeah. Or like ask for a mocktail at the bar. Like, mm-hmm. and like maybe you do need one, two drinks to like get you just like feeling like loose and comfortable, but then switch to like water. Yeah. Switch to non alcohol and like, I don't know. I just feel like having something in your hand makes a difference. I, in, even for me, really like does. I rely on my, and maybe this isn't healthy, but like I'll, I'll bring my weed pen out and that's like my equivalent of like drinking like I'll just hit the pen when I want to or if I'm like you know that's my go-to instead but I don't feel shitty the next day so I think it's just having something in your hand at all times is like important because if not people will just automatically feed you drinks I'm like who is watching whether I have a a drink in my hand but for whatever reason they're always just feeding me drinks or people will hand me shots I'll just toss it I will literally. literally toss it. I don't feel guilty anymore. If I'm at the bar with people and they're ordering drinks, I'll just order like a water with like a lemon or lime. I don't mm-hmm. care. But I have a hard time going out. Like I want to go be social and not drink, but it's hard for me to go out and do that. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't even want to get ready and like go yeah. out and be social, which is such a poor attitude to have. But I need to just be okay. Like, hey, I'm going to drink water. or Hey, I'm going to drink, mm-hmm. you know, this drink instead. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm just really over the club thing, too. I'm just really... Especially with my boot. Oh, my God, guys. I'm still in a fucking boot. (laughs) One more week, right? Or two? Two more weeks. And then I have to do some PT. But I can kind of walk on it. I just can't. I'm still in the boot. And so it's kind of like a conversation everywhere we go. I'm like, it is impossible. When I was leaving Scottsdale, I'm like, okay, I have two shoes that I have to pack (laughs) total because I can't wear heels. Honestly, kind of nice. (laughs) Like, it it has its advantages because I can cut all of the lines everywhere I go. But it has its disadvantages because then you're like really limited the cute outfit options um which kind of sucks but that's okay let's talk about boundaries setting your boundaries if we're talking about what happened this past week in general or the last two weeks i will say outside of my bruised ego i have done a phenomenal job at setting boundaries and protecting myself at all cost of Mm -hmm. feeling okay saying no feeling okay setting those boundaries so maybe I did feel like shit why did I make that trip but then when I was asked to do something that was outside my boundaries you know whether that was hey show up somewhere at 10 o'clock at night no one wants to show up anywhere at 10 o'clock at night right let alone on a Sunday night and somewhere where you're not ready and it's okay to say hey no thank you 
Yeah. Um, or if someone comes into your life that like, you know, maybe you had a friend falling out or maybe, you know, you're trying to mend an old relationship, friendship, whatever it is, you don't have to fully allow and forgive them right away. You don't need to fully let them in right away. And you can communicate that you need boundaries. And I feel very happy that I did that because um, I think that's something a lot of people are feeling right now whether it's like being in a relationship or their ex coming back or a old girlfriend kind of coming back into their life because they have mutuals or you don't have to fully forgive them right now they can you know because you know what that impact could be on your emotions if you have a falling out with a girlfriend and then they come back into your life and they're right there and they're in your friend group like that could be really upsetting Mm -hmm. so um i'm not saying that has that's my situation but I'm saying like it's okay to kind of respect those boundaries and not feel guilty for not necessarily forgiving them all the way. So yeah, I will say that that went over well, a conversation that I had with someone and I set my boundaries and I'm like, listen, this is where we're going to start here. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to slowly inch our way back into a friendship and then see what happens. So setting boundaries is healthy. I mean, I think you're pretty good at setting boundaries as far as communicating how you feel. Yeah. I think I just, I, in, in a selfish way like I'm just good about putting my needs first a lot of the time because like I just know that's how I have to function for the most part and put it like I can't worry about what other people are doing anymore yeah it's just I can't I don't have it in me I just I have to get myself through the day right I can't worry about what everyone else is doing or what they need or whatever until I'm good and solid and like you know when you're dealing with like mental health shit it's like hard to really kind of I don't know I think I have to set that boundary of like okay I need to make sure I'm good before I'm doing all these things for other people all the time right which I think is why I'm able to say no or I mean I guess I say yes a lot of times but I guess I do it based on what I actually want to do yeah whereas I'm very I don't want to say too empathetic but too nurturing of other people often when they need me I'm I'm immediately there yeah which I think is fine to like when it's something of needing like if someone really needs something right but there's a time where people take advantage of yes and they're like I know Chloe will be there so I'm going to continue to go back yeah we have friends that come to us only when they want something or need something and we're like okay I'm learning boundaries Sorry, just sharing some of my small wins this week (laughs) um, with you guys. Not that anybody cares, but thanks for listening. I think setting boundaries. All right, so this week, um, everyone, set your boundaries. Practice whatever that needs to be. And don't feel guilty for setting your boundaries. It's necessary for you to be happy. All right, we've been on and off with this little segment, but we'll bring it back. Sips and dips of the week. Chloe, do you have your sips and dips? You know, usually I would never talk about TV shows because this is not a pop culture podcast, but or a Netflix review session. But I will say one show, a a sip or a dip. My dip would be TV shows. I don't think I never watch anything unless it's like I don't even like a documentary or something that I can like actually learn from. Sometimes it's entertainment, but it's very rare that I just turn on the TV. And so my sip would be the show that's called Ordinary Joe. And it's kind of messed with my head a little bit. And maybe that's why I have this thinking of potential lately. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's on Hulu. And it essentially maps out this guy's life in three different ways. If he were to take three different routes with the same people in his life in a similar path, like the key 
life experiences are all still there, like marriage, kids, Mm -hmm. career, whatever. But they're all portrayed differently. And it is really fucking with me. Um, Because then I think of my life of like, well, what if I went here? Like, what if I wouldn't have moved to LA? Oh my God, all the time I think about that shit. Like, do you, do you think about, like, map about what your life, like, like okay, great, if I, I would have, yeah. would you, I never want to wonder what if, that's why I always say do things that are uncomfortable, experience things that are outside yeah. your comfort zone, and, like, moving to LA was so outside my comfort zone, but then I'm like, did I make the right decision? Did I, am I doing what I actually want to do right now? And am I, am I with the person I want to be with? Yes, I'm with <laughs> Nilo. Be I guess I'm, da- I'm dating Nilo, so, um. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. what if I would have moved to New York? What if I yeah. would have never left Indiana? Like, what if I would have been dating the guy I went to college with? Like, it's just wild to think about you have your your life mapped out in your head a lot of times and how once, if I were to look back five years, my life is so different. Yeah. And so this show is fully messing with my head because there are pros and cons of each route you go. I think, I so I think that everything happens the way it's meant to be happening I really do (laughs) I think that like the decisions we make there's all a reason for it yeah speaking of shows I tried to watch Dose Life and I can't watch it why it's just too triggering too triggering so triggering okay so I don't guys I don't own any subscription shows at all I literally bought Hulu just for this show Dose Life it's about the opiate crisis um specifically like Oxycontin and just the effects that it's had and the history of it and it's so wild to me and it it's honestly been like it makes me almost like angry watching it because I like never really understood the history of like how it even got to market and so watching it I'm like it just blows my mind that this drug was even allowed to ever be prescribed to so many people and so since if for you for those of you guys who don't know it's a drug that I had been on in the past and um it's just very addictive and watching like the history of it has been like upsetting and then also like watching the main character go through it I am starting to like see shit that I didn't even realize at the time that I had been dealing with or that had been how that drug had been affecting me at the time Mm -hmm. and so like I just had to I think I was on episode like two and I just had to stop it's too hard to watch but I really want to watch it because I'm like curious but I like also don't want to watch it because it's like it literally upsets me maybe maybe you can watch it on a later date I know not necessarily right now yeah but it is scary because we don't really know you know when you get prescribed something like you don't you know it's here to help you but you don't know what is going to it's do to crazy hurt you because I like I think back to when my doctor and I had talked about it and he literally was saying to me like this is a horrible drug I would rather you not be on it and but yet still there he was refilling my prescription knowing how bad it was knowing that he didn't really want me to be on it and at that time like weed wasn't really legal and I was in Ohio so like medical marijuana I hadn't received my card yet but he was like, I told him I was smoking weed. He's like, I would rather you do that than be like on this medication. Yet still he was re- like prescribing me this medication that he fully knew was bad. Was it because he was getting a paycheck at the end of the day? I don't, I mean, so the way that like the, it's just big pharma like pushes it, like, mm-hmm. you know, sales reps push it. So like, I don't know what their, what the benefit was. I'm sure there's like some twisted shit that like, but it was just like, why are they, Why? Um, that is trigger. I mean, that in itself is like yeah. triggering for anybody who's ever been on a medication that like, why would you prescribe something? You're here to help me. Why would you prescribe something that's going to hurt me long term? Now yeah. it's going to be a quick fix, but you're telling me right now it's, it's not good for you. Yeah. 
Um, it was so easy. Like it was so easy to get. Like that's scary. I'm so. never. I'm allergic to everything. So I. I mean, my. Sorry, this is completely not. It's related, but it's not as extreme. But my psychiatrist in Chicago would prescribe me things. Yeah. And I mean, I was on Adderall. I was on Adderall XR20 for several years. Started working out like really hardcore CrossFit. Yeah, it was CrossFit, bro. Oh but my like God. your body, when you start to gain that much, have that much muscle, you have less fat. And so the the drug that you take goes through your bloodstream faster and gets to your brain yeah. faster. And so you almost are like overdosed with yeah. the amount. So we had slowly gone from 20 to 25 to 30. And then on top of that, I was working out like a fiend. And so, I mean, I was a size 23, 24 gene. Yeah. Which is like frightening for somebody that's my height. Like I was scary. I was losing my hair, chunks of hair. And I had dark circles under my eyes. And I I remember being like, I feel so anxious. And he's like, okay, it's because the, you're gaining muscle now and you're working out a lot more. We need to like bump you down a little bit. Yeah. But he would prescribe me IR. And I was like, IR I don't. Is- Instant so release. XR is is uh, extended release, which is kind of like a long game. It lasts for twelve hours, and it you're just you go up and you kind of plateau and you're really level throughout okay, the day, and then, and then you instant slowly instant releases like all the instant sudden, release. You are on a roller coaster. That's you're what like I took that one. Day. Let's fucking buckle up. I do not recommend IR for anyone. It is honestly the worst, and that is what like everybody uses in college. It's like the footballs that you can like break up, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I never took it in college. I never took it until I was prescribed, which is kind of wild. I think because Annie just Adderall. like scared the shit out of me if I did anything bad, and I'm <laughs> so thankful for it. Um, and so, like the IR, he would prescribe me, and I was I would tell the pharmacy, I'm like, I don't I don't want that. I only want XR. Like that yeah. is the only thing that does anything good for me not the IR yeah because he would say well it'd push you until the end of the day and don't get me wrong like in the beginning it was totally fine but it's like why are you it's why are you pushing this I don't need to, that like it's not a long-term solution it's no. just like masking the problem rather than actually like solving it also it just nothing good comes from the IR other than like yes your focus if you genuinely need Adderall the best way he described it, it's like when everybody takes Adderall and they're like hyper and crazy and yeah. whatever that means they don't need it. If people are at a certain level and then you're okay, essentially me. like below the level of yeah. normal, then it'll kind of, or above, like I was above the hyper level. So it calmed me down. It makes me really calm. Um, um, but yeah, I just don't understand why people push that. Cause it is so addictive. Like, yeah, it's wild. So yeah. I don't, yeah. That being said, there are specialists out there. If anybody does need them, we're not specialists, but I know there are, there are specialists that like, that we have, I've even seen here, like in LA, they have specialists if you're trying to get off of Adderall and they'll slowly like walk you through that process to like get off of it. Um, so if that's something that you guys need, like, there you go. Anyways, so those are like sips and dips. I don't really have any sips and dips this week. I'm too numb this week. <laughs> I'm <laughs> too numb. My dip is having crippling anxiety all week long. My sip is that I'm on the up and I am finally coming out of that. Deep, I think also uh, doing like things that we're trying to find things that are bringing out our creative juices. Like the podcast has always been a fun creative platform mm-hmm. for us. And I think we've kind of been like, oh, we don't have anything to talk about, which we do. We have great stories. We have great advice. We want to talk to you guys. We want to build community. 
but we're not like actively maybe as dating as much as we were i'm not getting blacked out every weekend having and sharing up those stories. stories yeah um but i will try and get other content for you guys but like doing <laughs> tiktoks and things like that we're just trying to find so like yeah find a creative platform that's going to bring you out of your rut i think that's definitely helped that's helped me this week love that welcome to toxic talk um all right let's wrap up because i have to get ready and go to an underground rave <laughs> blind tiger just okay. kidding it's not as underground anymore but um okay <laughs> so as always you guys know the drill follow us on tiktok at one drink in on instagram at one drink dot in and then obviously hit up me and chloe too we love you guys okay chat soon bye yeah that's what i said <laughs>